rise and shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. I'm going to breathe before we get started here. Have you noticed that I've had some some emotions flooding well, in this morning? You're always ornery in the morning, so I'm just kind of used to it. I'm always what? You I'm are, never ornery. You I'm are happy. N- no, you're not a morning person, Rick. You stay I up too late, and yeah. so you're typically ornery. I think I do a pretty good job of putting a smiley face on. I'm like sunshine and roses. Turning that frown upside down. Mm. A uh, memory came flooding back this morning. Okay. It's a little disturbing. I can't help but think that maybe, and I never thought about this before, but for some reason, this popped into my head, and I'm like, maybe I was violated. By me? No, (laughs) not by you. Okay. You you tell me, uh, I'll tell you what happened to me, and then you tell me if I was violated or not. All right. I was in the 10th grade. Okay. I was getting uh, physical to play football. Sure. So I went to a clinic, and the nurse, uh, she took my pulse. Uh, my weight, everything, you know, the stuff yeah. that they do. And then she asked me to take my pants off and walk back and forth to make sure that I had strong knees. What? So she watched me walk. I trusted that was part of the deal. Uh-uh. Then as I get older, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's not right at all. Did you have your underwear on? No, she told me to take the pants off, everything. I I, what? I I feel violated. You should. I, I'll be honest, it doesn't even really bother me, but it just seems a little weird. Honestly, <laughs> you know how you're real messed up in the head and you need to go to therapy? It's yeah. all making sense now. That, that's it, huh? It's the nurse. Yes. <laughs> she did it, yeah. Yes, well. that's not normal. <laughs> it's not. We share way too much on this show. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I would prefer to be violated by you. Gosh, I'm nervous <laughs> to do anything now. The most recognizable songs after only hearing a few seconds. There's Ooh. there's a few of them out there. You hear one, two, maybe three beats, and you know that song. Yeah. Easy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to test Carly Cash this morning. And oh. everybody, if you're driving to work or uh, you're getting ready right now, you can play along. Because I, I, I guarantee you, you will not get all of these correct. You should. I think I'll do well. You should get them all correct, but I don't think you, you don't will. don't think so. Okay. Are you ready for the first song? Mm-hmm. Sing me a song. And you don't have to name the artist, just the title. Either way. Do, do, do. I got to sing the whole song. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know I know it. Well, say it then. Piano Man. Piano Man from yes. Billy Joel. Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Yeah. Yes, I knew it. It just took me a bit. Okay, here we go. Is this the real life? <laughs> Is this just fantasy? Uh-huh. Caught in a landslide. You don't know the title yet? How do you not know the title of that song, that iconic song? Mm-hmm. You got a couple seconds left. Just tell it to me. It's Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
whole I knew it. I just No, you have to know the title though. I'm bad with all of these you're gonna know. You're gonna they're all gonna sound familiar. Okay. I mean these are the top songs of all time. And of course I knew that song. I just was I was picturing uh Wayne's World. (laughs) Yeah, it's in Wayne's World. Yeah, it's in Wayne's World. Yes. Eminem. Well, what's the name of the song? <laughs> Why am I so bad with the titles? I love Eminem. I know you do. Okay, can you play it one more time? Yeah. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do the whole. Gosh rap. dang it! I don't know this name. <sighs> it's lose yourself. Oh yeah. That's a good song. How about this one? Oh yeah, my mom would Ooh. listen to this. That was very low. You got to really pay attention. I, I don't know the name. That's Stairway to Heaven from Led Zeppelin. Yes. See, I'm just bad with the titles. That's okay. all right. Yes. <laughs> I know the song. I know it. You're horrible, though. You never get them. No, I it's never like get the It's like you know title. all of them. I know all of them. Of course you know all of them. I've already told you you're going to, like, in your just head, tell you're going to have it. Just tell me. It's Guns N' Roses. Uh-huh. And the title is? Sweet Child of Mine. Sweet Child of Mine. I, yeah. Okay. You're never gonna give you up. <laughs> yeah, that, no, you, you said it right down. there. That's the title. You're never gonna give you up. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's Rick Astley yeah. sings that one. <laughs> we will rock you. Queen. Yes, Queen. We will, we will. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You, you're redeeming yourself. The last two okay. or three you've got yeah. correct. Here we go. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. Is that it? Uh huh. Maybe. Dun, 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 dun. What is it? Oh, come that? on. You got to give me a little more of that. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. I know it, but I, ca- I can't say it. It's Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> yes, Baby. Yeah. See, I did know it. See, I was, <laughs> you did. Uh, you had the beat. Yeah. yeah, I knew it. That was it. probably the hardest one. Yeah, because you gave me such a little Sounded tiny like bit. Little maracas shaking yeah. or something. Oh, man. This is good <laughs> stuff. Is that it? I'd say that's I all could I could play all day. <laughs> this is Deal Breakers with Rick and Carly in the morning. A Melanie's husband, Jared, is uh, way frugal. Mm-hmm. So this isn't necessarily a money problem that you guys have, right, Melanie? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so he is super frugal. I, I think maybe you don't even know the extent of the word. So mm-hmm. we have money. You know, we both work full-time jobs, but... Right now, he has us sleeping on an air mattress on the floor. So Ooh. our our old mattress didn't come in the move, essentially, when we moved into our house. Okay. And he, I, I don't know if he's trying to find like, a good deal or I don't know what is happening. But right now, <laughs> he's comfortable with us just sleeping on an air mattress on the floor. Oh, and how, no plan to how get long, a bed. How long has it been that you've been on the air mattress? Um, it's probably been about... I'd say almost eight weeks, so oh two my months. Gosh. Okay, okay, yeah. right. And at this point, we've slept. It's not like the greatest quality air mattress, so it has a leak. So at this point, <laughs> oh I'm having to gosh. wake up in the middle of the night to fill it up again, so it doesn't just go all the way down to the mm-hmm. floor. Yeah, he makes you do uh, that, huh? He's he, he never gets up well, and pumps it up. No, it's he like, does. <laughs> He'll do it occasionally, but mainly but it's me because literally he yeah. doesn't seem bothered by it. Right. Oh, he keeps um, sleeping. Okay. Yes, and it's it's truly driving me 
insane, not just sleeping on the air mattress, but yeah. for him not to, for it not to bother him is what really drives me crazy. And again, you guys, um, you you have plenty of money then, so it's not a money issue. We're not we're not no, talking about it's that. Not okay. a money issue. Okay. Well, hey, l- l- let's give Jared a little push. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi, is this Jared? Uh, yes, it is. Who's this? It's Rick and Carly. Hello, Jared. You are on the radio, my friend. <laughs> oh, okay. What's up, guys? Hey. Hi. So, uh, Jared, we do a morning show on the radio, like Rick said, and we were talking to your wife, Melanie. She was telling us that you're a really frugal guy, which can be a good mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. but sometimes that comes with uh, some bad stuff, too. So, Melanie has a little issue she'd like to address with you this morning. Okay. Melanie? <laughs> He's like, what? I hate your heart. Listen, I know we've talked about this before, but I am I'm so serious. We have got to get a real mattress or I'm going to start sleeping on the couch. Like, we, I need one, okay? That's not a good ultimatum, I don't think, Melanie. It's not? No. Come on, Mel. He's... Mel, our blow-up mattress is nice and it's some real mattresses. You know, it's not like some cheap camping mat. It's really nice. Oh That's not God. what she says. This is, see, this is the argument that you guys are, like, listening into that is, like, we have it over and over again. And at this point, even if it's on the nicer end of air mattresses, it has a leak there. And I just, I cannot keep yeah. getting up to blow it up at night. I mean, especially now that I'm pregnant. It's like I need... A comfortable place. Okay, wait. You're pregnant? You didn't mention that to us, Melanie. Jared, you have a pregnant wife on a mat- on an air mattress that, that has deflates. a hole in it. Mm-mm. What are you doing, Mm-mm. my friend? Come Mm-mm. on now. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys are going to guilt me into giving yeah. this yeah, Yes, we are. we are. Yes. We shouldn't have to. Don't you want to take care of it? I know. I need a backup. <laughs> yeah. Fine, fine, fine. We can get a mattress. But I'm definitely not getting a new one. I'm gonna find a really good used one on Facebook Marketplace. Oh no, Jared, that's gross. Ah, oh, they got some good stuff on there. Mm. They got good stuff on there. Yeah, <laughs> Melanie, are you okay with um, the used mattress? What? I mean, honestly, if I don't even know, as long as it's better than an air mattress, yeah, I put some kind of pad on top of it. Just okay, get right. me a mattress. Okay, Jared. You're committing, right, Jared? You're gonna get a real mattress. There we go. Yeah. Okay. We've got our eyes on you, man. <laughs> we, we, we're going to be watching you. Uh, you got to take yeah, care of that beautiful you need to bride help of yours. Hold them accountable. Yes, yes. Yes. Deal breakers. Rick comes home yesterday and uh, he's very upset because he's wearing one of his favorite shirts. I actually love this shirt too. It's just, it fits you right. It's like it looks a sweatshirt. Nice. It's a sweater. Sweater. There's yeah. a difference. Anyway, okay. uh, he's upset because he has a couple holes in the armpit of this shirt. Yeah. And and the reasoning he gives for these holes, he says to me, I've been going to the gym and uh, my muscles have gotten so big that, that I'm- That is not what I yes, said. Yes, you did. That yes, is not, you did. You said that. I didn't say that. No. I said, look, here's, there was like a big hole in my armpit. Yeah. 
And I know it's because when I take it off, I'm taking that arm off first and it's stretching it out. And then mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it stretched it that much. Be honest. You're you, the one that no. said, oh, your muscles are getting too big. No. Yes. No. You're saying I said that? You said that. Why would I say that? Because you, That's you feel like your muscles have gotten bigger. Uh, they, You'll point out that you're, you're like, my t-shirts are fitting tighter now. <laughs> That's... You there said was that. a moment where I felt that, but not anymore. Not anymore. Half huh? the time I hate how I look, and, and the other half of the time I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. Now he's trying to be humble. Anyway, he's, <laughs> he shows me. He's like, see, I have to take my shirt off differently now. <laughs> I did do that. If I, you know, pull it over my head this certain way, yes. then I can avoid the big muscles and the tearing. I didn't of the say shirt. anything about muscles. I just said it wasn't working the other way. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've got to come up with different ways of taking my shirts off. I just want to know because I've noticed <laughs> so that you also have a tendency to get holes in the butt of your jeans. So well, what's going on there? Maybe my muscular cheeks are uh, working out a little bit too much down there. <laughs> Ripping through your pants. Ripping through my pants. I'm like the Hulk. <laughs> all my clothes all are just mus- coming off. <laughs> these muscles just keep growing. Or not the Hulk. What am I? Yeah, the, yeah, Hulk, the Hulk. The green guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like the Hulk. The the green guy Hulk and Hulk Hogan. He'd rip yeah. that shirt off. Whoa. Know? I can't help it. That's what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carl. Carly in the morning, powered by Ataraxis PEO, the HR experts, putting the human back into human resources. Things seem to be getting worse for Drake Bell from the Nickelodeon show Drake and Josh. So he was just spotted sitting in his car outside his house, sucking air from a balloon. They're saying that balloon probably contained nitrous oxide. because He's huffing on balloons? Yes. What? He had a can of air in the car with him, so that's why they're thinking that's what it was. Uh, Of course, if you remember, a few weeks ago, Drake was reported missing for about a day. When he resurfaced, he suggested that people bullying him on social media were making him suicidal. And then his wife filed for divorce, and he's battling her for custody Mm. of their son. So He's in bad shape right now. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. BuzzFeed asked their readers to list movie characters that shouldn't be glorified because they're actually toxic. And okay. here's some of the highlights. Dumbledore from the Harry Potter series. <laughs> he was kind of a nice, lovable guy, though, right? Well, some people say he was manipulative. Huh. He used people. He used poor Harry and <laughs> left him in an abusive home for the greater good. Poor Harry. Poor Harry. Uh, Daniel Hilliard, Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams. What? What? If you think about it, he uh. was kind of this nightmarish stalker ex. It's true. It is true. Like we, we like to look at the positive side yeah. of things. Yeah. And then Allie from the Notebook. I thought everyone loved Allie, but they is that say, the main character. Yeah. They say what? that she's just as toxic as Noah. She hit him. She screamed at him. She did. She did do all of those things. She so. went off and made love to another man. Well, she she did. Yeah, but she they did weren't all these together things. At that you think time. he was? Well, he was doing that. Never mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pete Davidson is a Rod Stewart fan. Kind of, but he says it, it's not on purpose, so it's basically Eminem's fault. He said that when he was younger, he bought the uncensored Eminem show CD, which he wasn't allowed to have, so he kept it in a Rod Stewart case. Mm, mama's which, never looking in there. No, and that's so smart, because I can't tell you how many times I got in trouble for having CDs I wasn't supposed to have. My dad went through and broke a bunch of my CDs when I was a teenager. The kids listening right now are like, what's a CD? I know. What's yeah. a, what, They're what's like these little round about? things that, that had a hole in them, and you'd put them in. Was that and, next to your 8-track? Yeah. 
I've never seen an 8-track before. So you haven't even seen one? I have no idea what that looks oh, like. Oh, gosh. Uh, anyway, he says that his mom noticed that he liked Rod Stewart, or so she thought. And so she was like, oh, my gosh, we can bond over this. I yeah. love Rod Stewart, too. Yeah. So he says he'd be sitting in the car, and suddenly she'd say, it's Rod Stewart uh, on the radio. It it's our song. Uh, yeah. yeah. She, he says he just kind of <laughs> kept the lie going and kind of learned to yeah. like Rod Stewart after all. I am always trying to be the cool mom. I'll admit it. I just... You, you realize that the more you try, the worse it gets. Yeah. That's like cool people don't ever try. They're just cool. Yeah, but what if you don't naturally have that in you? Then you become you. Mm. <laughs> anyway, if you're trying to be the cool mom too, my daughter, she's 14, introduced me to the Riz app. Okay? Oh, now, I don't completely understand Riz, and we've talked about this on the show, because I- Your son says Riz is like hot chicks, right? Hot girls? I think Riz is like the act of getting hot chicks. Oh, okay. So, here's uh, an example. My daughter is reading Romeo and Juliet in school, and she says that one of her classmates called Romeo the Rizzler. Because he's trying to get Juliet all the right. time. yeah. Okay. So- um, if you want this app, you just search Riz, and it's Riz with an exclamation point. Is it a free app, or it's do a I have free to pay? App. Nope, okay. it's a free app. And then it's going to teach you how to kind of write cool things or speak cool. So you can choose the tone. I, and I like this aspect of AI. So you choose the tone. It can be mm. professional, mm. persuasive, mm. flirty, mm. explanatory, or empathetic. Okay. And then you choose the purpose. Email. General or my favorite pickup line. Okay. All right. So let's try pickup lines. So we're going to do like, uh, do you want a, a professional pickup line, a persuasive pickup line? What kind? <laughs> persuasive, I persuasive. guess. Persuasive. Okay. I don't pickup know. line. And then you hit give me Riz. Okay. And let's see what it says. Mm, that's lame. What? No, tell me what it says. It says, I can show you an amazing time. Let me take you out. That's not unique. Let's try it again. Well, yeah, at least that's real, though. It's not some real cheese ball type of line. I re-rizzed. So if you don't, you you don't like- You can re-riz it, huh? Yeah. This one, a little <laughs> bit more along the cheesy lines. Hey, I didn't know angels could fly so yeah, low. That's totally cheesy. Totally cheesy. Yeah. But very riz. Very persuasive. Very persuasive. <laughs> you can also keep in mind take screenshots of like something that you said to your kids in say a text message and uh, then put it through Riz and it'll tell you how to write it cooler. This is a lot of work to try to be cool. I know. You're you're doing this? You're trying this every I'm, day? I'm trying. I'm trying. What else is on there? Well, that's it. You oh, just, that's all they do? Yeah, you just it's you just put in words, <laughs> choose the tone, choose the purpose, and it tells you Does how to be cool. Does it ever spit it back out at you like uh, verbally and, and give you a tone? Like, say it like this. <laughs> no. Or no, say it like this. No, you have to do that yourself. You it just gives part. you the well, language. I'm going to make a new app and give everybody the actual verbiage mm-hmm. and audio so that they can... You know, they can just do it. I'm going to just be call cool. you the Rizzler from now on. That's going <laughs> to yeah. be my pet name Because I'm trying to you. get the hot chick, huh? Yeah, Rick, You're the hot Rick chick. Rick the Rizzler. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't answer that. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Julia manages a movie theater, and uh, her husband called us up and asked us if we could 
make her job a little more challenging today. Absolutely we can. We said sure. So we've come up with a new occupation looking to help out movie theaters all across America. Yes, we have. Rick is going to be a movie theater consultant. Mm -hmm. Very professional. Not your typical type of consultant. No, he's not going to tell them how to improve things. He's going to actually show them all of the things that can and will go wrong. That's right. Mm -hmm. Let's, Let's call Julia. AMC, this is Julia speaking. How can I help you? Julia, yes. I'm looking for the uh, manager over there at the theater. Would that be you? That is me. How can I help you? Oh, good. Good. I I was reaching out to extend my services. Um, I am a movie theater consultant, and I was wondering uh, if you had just a second so that I could explain, like, what I do and how I could benefit you and your company i mean for sure okay um so what we would do it's it's not like a typical consultant you and i would go into like a theater with actual viewers and then you'll stand off to the side or you'll sit somewhere like out of sight with a clipboard observe Mm -hmm. and so i would do things like uh uh sit in the back row and the movie's going, and I start rolling empty bottles, like glass bottles, all the way down underneath the seats. Huh. And then you, with your clipboard, just take notes. Does that make sense? Not really. Why would you? <laughs> well, why would you roll the bottles under the seats? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a little disruptive? Well, there's other things. There's other th- like I would make a sound effect noises really loud to the scenes being played out in the movie to see what oh, like kind of special effects yeah yeah i would help add special effects but you would see how y- your patrons would be reacting to the movie so you might go oh they like this or they don't like it does that make sense i mean what you just said kind of makes sense but how we would you know achieve that result i'm a little confused on (laughs) no i just like i'm sitting in the theater and let's say a dinosaur comes comes in or is coming in and i'll just stand up and go and then you take notes on on how everybody reacts to that or I do you think you might get some angry reactions with right, right, like yeah, that. yeah, and then you just take notes on that. I could shout fire and then say, "Just oh. kidding, just kidding," right? I think that's actually illegal. <laughs> we could bring someone else in, put them into an entirely different row, and then we've got a, a loud phone conversation going on between the two of us. So he's like in row three, and I'm in the back row. And we're talking to each other, and then you see how the moviegoers react to that. Huh? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really following. I'm honestly wondering if, like, what consulting company you work with. This sounds very unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, we like to think outside the box. Another thing we would do is like dance up and down the aisles every time music plays in the movie. So when the music comes on, I'll bust a move. Oh goodness! <laughs> and then you would take notes with your with your uh, with your clipboard. Do you see how this could 
could benefit you? I'm I'm hearing yeah. I you know you I would have to consult with my higher ups about any you know sort of future. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and you know, consulting. <laughs> your husband thought these would all be good ideas, and and that's why he called and put you on Rick and Carly's laugh line. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! I think I sold her on this. I Carly. know she was like actually buying into it. <laughs> I was thinking it, but I was like, why would someone call? You know, unless this was a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So gullible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you a bill. It's in the mail. No. Okay. Yeah. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. 62-year-old man named Cameron Bell was pulled over because he stopped at an intersection where there wasn't a stop sign. Cops saw him and was like, hmm, what's going on with this guy? A little suspicious, huh? Yeah. They pulled him over and he was a mess. He failed a field sobriety test and the officers discovered a half ounce of meth and a baggie of crack in his sock. He also had a crack pipe in uh, one of his pants' pockets. Now, Cameron, of course, insisted he was innocent. That's not mine, sir. He said he didn't know how the drugs got into the sock. These aren't my pants or my socks. I don't even know how they got on me. That's exactly what he said. He said, these are not my pants. I don't know whose pants these are. He used that line, huh? He did. Yeah. And as compelling as those arguments were, <laughs> yeah, real Cameron compelling. was arrested and charged with multiple crimes. Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute. 10 questions, 60 seconds, $1,000. Matt lives in Meridian did a spectacular job yesterday morning on Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute, and um, you just missed it by one. You were so close. You actually kind of knew the answer to the question that was asked, mm-hmm. uh, but you did not answer it correctly. So we have been trying here at 96.1 Bob FM so hard to give away this $1,000. We're going to give Matt another shot this morning. Do you feel good? Do you feel sharp, Matt? I feel good. It's actually my birthday today. So oh. I'm, I'm really crossing my fingers. Happy birthday, Matt. $1,000 would be a nice birthday present. You have any questions for us before we get rolling with this? Uh, no, I do not. All right, Matt. For $1,000 cash, your clock starts now. Name a store at the Village in Meridian. Um, oh, boy. Um... Uh, what is a dried plum called? Prune. If it's 8 p.m. in Miami, what time is it in Boston? 8 p.m. Who played Mrs. Doubtfire? Robin Williams. What's 7 squared minus 14? 35. What was E.T.'s favorite candy? Reese's Pieces. What toy company makes Barbie? Mattel. What U.S. state is called the beaver state? Oregon. How many baby teeth do humans get? 20. Who was accused of assassinating JFK? The Harvey Oswald. Maybe. Oh, there's a minute right there. Oh, you're killing me, Matt. You're killing me. Oh, my gosh, The Matt. only one you missed because you passed and took a little too long was a oh. store at the Village in Meridian. What? <laughs> I cannot believe I just threw a blank on that. Oh, wow. Gosh, and you got every other one correct. Oh. oh, you probably could name a store now, right? 
Athleta. Yeah, yeah Athleta uh, would have been correct. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Oh. I hate that we did this to you on your birthday. I mean, you really did it to yourself, but oh, darn it. I, I was shocked at how he pulled through with everything yes. else afterwards. Yes. You took a full 11 seconds on the first question. And I then, know. I, just, I, I got so dumped. I, just, I know. Dang it. But I, I, I couldn't. Yeah. The composure that you had to yeah. keep going, because most people, the wheels just fall off at yeah. that point. That didn't happen for uh-uh. you. If we would have had three more seconds, I think he would have got that $1,000. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I honestly forgot I could pass. That's what I was like. Yeah. Dang it. Well, Thanks Matt, for the chance. I appreciate it. Hey, we will have you again on sometime, okay? You're fun. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You, you too, too, brother. Bye. Happy birthday. Wow, that was fun, wasn't that it? That was crazy. I was watching a national news show early, which I, I never do. No, you really don't. But it was, I don't know, it was just kind of background stuff. And I I got hooked on this one host. Her name's Ainsley. Said her first kiss mm-hmm. was on February 1st, seventh grade. It was on a school bus. Oh. Boy kissed her on the cheek. She's kind of cute. doesn't really count as a first kiss. Absolutely it does. On the cheek. Yes. Yes. That's the first one. That's that first magical moment. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, do most people remember their first kiss? Oh, I do. You do? Yes. I was 17. 17? It's a bit of a late (laughs) bloomer, okay? Wow. I was living in uh, an apartment on my own. Uh Long story. My parents left. and uh, You were already living in your own apartment before you had your first kiss? Yes. Wow. I was a senior in high school, and uh, it just felt like a lot. Like, whoa, okay, wow. It was like a real kiss. It wasn't it was a kiss a real on the kiss. cheek. No, yeah. it was Did like Did you like blown. it? I couldn't really handle it. A lot it. to process? It was a lot to process. So For me, I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. The teacher asked me to stay late to help her grade papers. What? So when everyone was gone... She asked me to sit on the couch, and she came over to sit next to me, which I thought that it was to grade papers. Just kidding. My You're first such kiss- a dork. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. My first kiss was with a girl named Danny. Yeah, and the the ball thing. It was in kindergarten. Yeah. I was five years old. We were oh bringing gosh. the ball basket out for recess together. Oh. Danny planted one on You're me. You're such a dork. Yeah. I like, I like the teacher one, though. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> And my teacher in fifth grade was Miss Coddington, uh-huh. and she was pretty. I've heard about Miss Coddington. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She follows us online, Carly. Oh, she She's does. on our Facebook page. That's right. Thieves broke into a medical center and stole a bunch of colonoscopes. So these are uh, things they use in colonoscopies. Like something you shove up somebody's mm. backside? Yep. Cops are trying to track these guys down, but they're pretty confused about the whole burglary because... <laughs> What are you going to do with that? They say it's the first time I, they've don't seen... Don't answer that question. I mean, they've never seen this. Someone's stealing a bunch of colonoscopy equipment. They don't know what they plan to do with it. Yeah. I guess you could sell it, but... Who's going to buy it? I'm like, is there a market for that? <laughs> anyway, these guys are still on the loose. Oh, they're getting away with it. They are, it. yeah. Feels like AI is taking over the world right now. Mm-hmm. Most of it I don't like because I think, oh, that's going to take away a, a job or whatever. Right. But this really impresses me. I like it. There's one so, thing you are buying into this. Huh? Yeah. They're AI powered glasses 
A student at Stanford has been posting about them, and he says that he and some of his friends use ChatGPT to mm. to make these glasses. And what you do is it can help you have conversations at parties or even on dates. How's it do that? So you, you wear the glasses, and uh-huh. then it uses a speech recognition program that listens to what the other person says, and then it generates replies that you can just read off of the glasses <laughs> that are right in front of your face. You know how long that's going to take to do all that? It's like, pretty quick. You, the AI gotta, is pretty quick. Well, it's quick, and then you have to read it. You have to process it. You're all stumbling over it like you're reading a teleprompter. Yeah, yeah, and then you actually have to say it and sound normal when you're saying Mm, it. That's a good point. Your cadence is important, and and so you've completely taken... We don't even need to do anything anymore. AI will do it for us, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the (laughs) gist of it, but I do see some of the problems that you're bringing up. One aspect that I love, though, with this, Uh they say that um, you can... Uh, recognize faces with these glasses so if you walk up to someone and you don't know their name it will tell you what their name is now that's something that would be genius oh my gosh yeah that would like solve the world's problems save my butt so many times (laughs) they're not very good looking it looks like you got big thick lenses but you know change that they'll work on it bigger and better it'll always improve yeah for sure what are they called do they have a special name or just ai powered glasses ai powered glasses Mm -hmm. look for those suckers (laughs)